0: In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with The Realtor Lady. Hi, I'm Michelle Riplogel and you are with The Realtor Lady. And today I have Dave Anderson and Marvin Christie. They own a local brokerage, Anderson Christie Real Estate. I've known these guys for a few years and we, we kid quite a bit. So be prepared for some ribbing throughout the uh, the episode today. I've asked Dave and Marvin to come on and talk about the current rental market. We're going to discuss the lack of rentals and where to look for rentals and what's in the forecast. And then I'd like to touch on at the end of how we do uh, rentals differently here in this area versus some other areas because I know people come here thinking that realtors handle them and we don't. And I get asked that a lot. So I'd I'd really like to touch on that at the very end. But... um, Tell me a little bit about you guys, uh, when you formed your company, and how long you've been doing real estate, and then get into it.
1: Uh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, the introduction. Thank and, you. Um, uh, I'll, I'll jump in if Marvin's okay with it. The um, So yeah, we started our company in 2010, um, and it was kind of a time in the real estate market when uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on, and we both had uh, new babies and were... Uh, we'll call ourselves young professionals at the time and looking to find a way to, uh, make some income in between those, uh, whatever sales we could, uh, muster up. And, you know, at, at the time it was, you know, I, I had a listing that was on the market for 275 days and in today's world, that's like 19 lifetimes. Um, so, um, anyway, so, so we got together and, and, and over mountain biking, really, we just started talking about real estate and property management and, decided to start a management company. And uh, fast forward uh, 10 years later, we're managing nearly 200 units, or actually probably over 200 units now, um, in uh, mostly in Santa Cruz County and uh, a handful over in Santa Clara County. We, uh, we have a full-time property manager, um, Jeff, in our office, who handles almost all the day-to-day in and out, uh, leasing up units, maintenance calls, all of that. So he's He's a, he's super busy um, being on the front lines, and then we also have a full support staff uh, behind him to uh, to assist in you know getting ads on, do all the bookkeeping and and uh, that stuff, and then Marvin and I are around to answer questions and um, uh, help with any uh, anything that we can.
0: So before we started recording, you said this year was really interesting. That might be a good place to start. What what was different about this year? Yeah. What's going on? So it, was,
1: it was kind of a, a perfect storm in the rental market. We had, uh, going back to last year, uh, in Santa Cruz, we had two things happen. We had COVID and the university shut down. So a lot of the students who uh, take up a, a, a bunch of the housing stock here all went home. And those units typically... Uh, would turn over at least uh, at least you know thirty percent of them would turn over every July or June um, at the end of the school year. What we saw this year is that um, uh, well I, so the students left we had another thing that happened last August we had uh, a fire up in the San Lorenzo Valley and up along the coast uh, in the Santa Cruz mountains that that took out almost a thousand homes. So any available rentals uh, that were given up by students were, taken over by fire victims so so then all of this- and that just
2: sorry to that was the first soft rental market we had seen in 10 years so the the uh when the students went home and and didn't come back that was the first time there were available rentals and price decreases mm-hmm. and then the fire came shortly thereafter and uh absorbed it- any of that any of that
1: gap? Yeah, good point. Prior to those fires, our, we had more vacancy than we had had in 10 years. And it, like Marvin said, we were dropping prices. We were uh, um, having trouble filling units. They were taking a lot longer. Um, and then, you know, once the fire had- it by a lot, maybe four yeah, weeks. Yeah, still- still <laughs> of four yeah, days. Still, it's not, not a huge <laughs> vacancy factor in this county, no matter what. But, uh, but anyway, that impacted yeah. it dramatically. So then, fast forward to this year, uh, as we got into August a year later- those those uh, units that typically would turn over in the summer uh, were not turning over. So fire victims, you know, there very few of them are even starting to rebuild at this point. And so so the students all came back, and they were uh, there. Just wasn't enough housing. So the month of August uh, into September, up until about two weeks ago, really, the the phones just rang off the hook. And what we saw this year that we've never seen before was just like a high level of desperation like we were having parents call and just be like what can you what can we do can we do you have anything we could buy like we just cannot find a rental my we got to find something for my kids so uh it was it was particularly intense the um uh uh lost my train of thought there for a second but um but anyway so we 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 were seeing prices just spike so um people were asking higher rents people were offering higher rents which is something we don't typically do you know if we ask for a price, bidding, we want to get that? But, bidding wars in the rental market. Yeah. does not not a thing where we're really. Oh, um, I heard
0: about that. That's pretty really yeah. insane. And you guys have had that happen.
1: Well, we've had people yeah, offer we, it. We, we never partook we, in it. We don't yeah. do that. We don't want to end up in the yeah, front page yeah. of the paper like somebody did a few years ago. But uh, <laughs> but it, but it was offered. People were offering to pay more money. Yeah. People were offering to pay a year in advance. I mean, people would do whatever they could to get into cash it. incentives, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: I had uh, a family contact me through my husband and say that they needed a rental, and I said, "There's, there's nothing. I have nothing for you, but there's a little fixer upper up there, you know, and Brown Tree." And they were like, "Oh, well, we couldn't do that. That's no, we can't do that." And they told my husband a couple weeks later, "We should have done that because yeah. what was out there was so bad." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were getting into they actually I don't think they were in the bidding wars, but they were they were kind of when they were there and that's what they were being told was happening. And I, I'm sure they figured it out, but it I, had, I had nothing for them. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know yeah. what to, to tell them.
2: Yeah, it was totally it was brutal and, and the prices went up with it. I mean, we we Basically, unscientifically, just anecdotally, we felt like the prices were going up like eight hundred bucks a unit from the year prior. Like it was, uh, it was pretty incredible increases. Yeah. And, and uh, we that's not really how we're how we play the game. I would say um, we obviously have to work hard for our owners, but we also don't want to gouge people, and um, and that that's not yeah. a very good sustainable way to go. But yeah. but overall, it was just amazing to see what the prices did.
0: I know as realtors, we get accused of jacking up prices and artificially inflating. And unfortunately, I feel like we're just kind of, you know, markets, like being markets dragged behind do. a truck yeah. on a dirt road. Yeah. We, you know, we, it's like, I, if we could. We, we do right. not make
1: the market. And in fact, like we, you know, the the problem is if, if it's priced too low in this market, it it's just insane. We have people like, the phones will just ring, 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 ring. It's it's uh so, you know, our our goal is just to find the the fair market value of a rental and find the most qualified applicants. The other thing that was just to go back to what we were talking about that was interesting um to Marvin's point is the price increase wasn't just near the university. It was throughout the county. So like stuff in Rio Del Mar even that we like rented out or had trouble renting a year ago for, you know, thirty five hundred, thirty seven hundred was forty five hundred and there was a line of people. So um, yeah, it was, it was fascinating. Yeah. It, I will say that now just in the last few weeks, it feels like it's softened a little bit. I mean, like Absolutely. The, the prices are not maybe as peaked as they were. The, the, the frenzy is less. Um, I think the university thing has kind of settled in people found where they're going or, or, you know, figured out something else. And, uh, so we're, you know, I wouldn't say the market is dramatically softer, but it, it is somewhat softer. So. No. Okay. So So what do
0: you see next spring being like, because what I also saw is I saw literally no, I mean, I'm selling, I'm not renting, but I didn't see anything really come up this spring at all. Like there was no waiting for them to, to graduate or move on. And then they were going to, you know, get ready to sell it. I saw maybe like two or three. And I think it was that COVID holding pattern. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you see? Do you see it being a little bit better next spring for more inventory for at least turnover for investors for and or parents? I yeah,
2: I don't see it. I, I'm, it's, okay. it's impossible. I, I wish we could predict the market because we'd only have to do it once or once or twice. Right. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't see it. There's this so much demand. And uh, and to be quite frank, the the uh, rental market doesn't make a lot of sense for investors in Santa Cruz, a three percent return on your investment is uh, is not sufficient for most people who, uh, in in order to take that much risk. So it's it's kind of an interesting time. I, I feel like anything that comes up for sale, not anything, but most things that come up for sale are being gobbled up by the influx of uh, of tech money that's that's moving here, and um, and it doesn't seem like. The rental market is going to benefit from that. It's going to only suffer. Yeah.
0: We won't. We won't get into rent control here. We don't have enough. Time. Oh really?
2: Well, yeah. It didn't <laughs> help. It, it didn't help the. Uh, that the just situation. drives me crazy because
0: yeah. I live on, I live above King, and I just watch these rentals turn into single family homeowners, yeah. and I just watch yeah. it. You know, weekly yeah. they just totally. turn, and I'm. Yeah. Granted, some of them weren't the best neighbors. We had one on King that just right. turned over and they, they were slobs and it, it right. had big parties. But at the same time, I was kind of sad to see it go. I was like, oh, absolutely. it we held all, a lot of kids, you know? Yeah. Held, we all know people
2: who need them. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It, and it's it's an, an, yeah. a lot of people that we grew up with here in town who can't afford to live here, can't afford to buy a house, and, and now they can't even afford to rent. So yeah. it's Yeah, it, it is... Brutal. Unfortunately, rent control doesn't do a good job of of uh, suppressing pricing, so we we don't have to get into it. But I I will say that it it uh, they haven't found a way to make that
1: work. I think passed. it made
0: it worse, and everybody said it would. Well, the, it they, it they actually
1: did study it last time it was on the ballot two years ago. Um, how many rentals uh, ended up selling that were not put back on the rental stock. It was a hundred units. I wish I would have checked yeah. the numbers, no, but it
2: was a I think
0: at the end of- It was like 185. Yeah. I think yeah. Janet Romanowski was uh, telling she has, a, she might still have it. She was doing a survey. She would call everybody who had a sale yeah, and ask who they sold it yeah, to.
1: We participated in that.
2: We, we helped yeah. her. Yeah. We helped her calling people and, and doing that. Yeah. It was, oh uh, she had a, uh, she had a lot of statistics from it, I'm supposing, but yeah, yeah. Um. it's, it is. It, it, that's what happened last time, and then uh, and and it doesn't control pricing. It's unfortunate. It's, what what would be nice is to to uh, create some more of the affordable housing and transitional housing and whatnot. But
0: well, that's just silly. Yeah, I, you mean build some more. I, but
1: to me it's <laughs> you know, to me it's the only answer. I mean it's a simple supply and demand, right? There there's more demand than the supply and we're, to have affordable housing, we just need to have more of it. So Yeah.
0: You know, a client said something to me I thought was kind of profound. She was wandering around UCSC and she said, "You know, I think it'd be better if they just tore down the existing buildings and build those more dense and mm. better." My husband's worked on quite a few of them, and he says they're just kind of duct-taping everything together, and they're not spatially well laid out, and I thought, well, there's an idea. Actually, yeah. taking that same footprint as you know, the family housing is kind of spread out, but it's actually kind of, it's not well-used space. Instead of expanding, looking around, I'm, of course, they'd have to lose housing while they did it, but, you know, everybody's all stuck in a box when it comes to housing, and right. then we're government-constrained, it just, it's just unfortunate yeah it is
2: there is the, when, yeah when you look at ucsc and the amount of land they have there i'm sure there are solutions that that could be uh, accomplished but it, it would take a little bit of coordination um, and action
0: uh yeah yeah i grew up on bay street and i was such a you know little dumb kid i never really knew they were up there it, they didn't come down a whole lot. They were on the buses and they were downtown, yeah. you know, the students, but I just wasn't aware of it. I'm, I'm now I'm completely or living a couple blocks from where I grew up and it's very apparent, but it was it's the way it grew up so fast, they just didn't manage it and it, it just got away from them and yeah. 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 So, no 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 improvement on the lack of rentals. It's it's not going to get no. any better.
2: It doesn't feel like it to me. It feels There's like it's I can't just
1: I was just gonna say I can't. Sorry. I can't see how it how it will yeah. in just a few months. Yeah.
0: Mm. And then when people call you to look for it, like I mean, I'm sure people call you. Where do I look? How do I find a rental? What 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 can I do to get get in one? Is there? It's
2: a common question. Yeah. It we we manage a small fraction of what's available. Right in town, it's not. It so so when you call us and just. By chance, do you have a three-bedroom, two-bath home that we need? It, you know, the chances of that are, are slim. Uh, but uh, the yeah, most of our advertising, most of our traction, I would say, comes from Craigslist. That just happens to be the local favorite in Santa Cruz area. Uh, we advertise at the university. We advertise through Zillow and you know, whatever. But um, but it's okay. it's what do you say? 90%? Dave? I mean it's it's huge. It, it's it's at least 80%. Yeah, it
1: is, it may have been 90 at one point, but I think we're seeing we're seeing a little bit more through like the Zillow sites, and Apartments.com and some of those syndicate sites, but but ultimately it's Craigslist. Unfortunately, people don't want to hear yeah. that the the problem is is on Craigslist. You have to weed through scams and there's a lot of them. Yeah. So be those be careful. Huge. Any for yeah. okay. any red flag anomalies like the uh, do not send anybody money if they say they're on a mission trip. I mean, we hear about it all the time. So um, someone impersonated me. Just yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The the person came to and we were a house we were selling um, mm-hmm. over in Prospect Heights. They came to my open house and said, "I just wanted to meet you and make sure you weren't really trying to scam me because someone took your pictures from the MLS and put a rental ad for this property and." You know, ask ask me to send them money to hold it for them, and yeah. and so it's there's scams all the time. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And make sure you're renting from a a reasonable source. I mean, check check us out. We're we're a brick and mortar building, two two offices here in town. Like, we're we're real people, and and uh, we're not going to have you wire uh, money or or get Walmart gift cards and uh, pay your rent. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen.
0: Do the research. I mean, if it's a listing, I, I've had people call me and say, Yeah, uh, you know, is this for, for real? And I'll be no. I've also had people send me this happened last summer, they sent me three emails about the whole saga. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I I I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. You know, right. it's not real. Stop engaging with that. Yeah, stop it's, engaging. It's yeah. not don't, a thing. Don't even
1: respond. Mm-hmm. terrible now they have your information Sa- sadly people yeah. they, they want to believe it's real because often the, the scam is they take something that oh. would rent for four thousand and they advertise it for eighteen hundred and uh you know yeah. I, I don't blame people for for getting mm-hmm. excited about it but but yeah you got to be careful out there because if it, it like marvin said if it sounds too good to be true it probably is
0: so what's the best best way to approach you guys is it is it uh, a full application financials credit report i mean how do people look really good so, to you uh,
2: <clears throat> we do all that is considered in our process but we start with the in-person viewing of the property and that's uh that's the the key we uh we don't accept applications for people who have not from people who have not seen the property in person uh that doesn't work it uh, anyway, there's there's plenty of people that will show up to the property and see it before they apply, uh, but but it, we end up we do a background check and credit report and ask for pay stubs and you know do all that normal vetting, but it has to start with a you know with a phone call or an email and a, a a scheduled appointment.
0: Yeah, verify the person. Dave, you promised me stories. What do you have for me? Uh, well, yeah. I,
1: what, what do you What do you want to know? We're gonna write a yeah, book someday. Yeah. but the good uh, and the man. good and bad about being a landlord. But um, yeah, I, we we've run into it all. It feels like over uh, the last eleven years. However, uh, every time we say that that's something new uh, comes across our desk, um, I it, we've had calls from uh, from tenants that are just bizarre, and you know, sadly, I think there's more at play there. With the, there may have been mental illness involved, but you okay. know, we had to deal with. Um, a tenant who was just insisting that the neighbor was burning her shoes with lasers. And like, how do you handle that? Like it's yeah. Yeah. it's a tough it's, property it's, management yeah. uh, call. We, we, we tried to go. I will say that as a general rule when dealing with tenants, the, the main thing is, is people often just want to be heard. Right? So like most of the calls, we want to fix the problem, but sometimes it's, it's just kind of a complaint, but people want to be heard. So we always make a point to, to hearing somebody out. This is one of those cases though where you're just like, "Hey, I'm trying to help you, but I don't know what to do. We we can't find any lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, <laughs> right your shoes don't the, even the aluminum foil. Yeah, you, you lined your, <laughs> your shoes house with my, doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The um, the other one was we had a guy who was uh, uh, he unfortunately he was getting um, uh, uh, evicted because he wasn't passing. He but he was it, health and safety risk. He had too much stuff in his room or whatever. Um, but, but he just kept showing up at our office and he just wanted to keep talking. And it was like, it was out of our hands. It wasn't anything we could deal with. Um,
0: was that when you were on bulkhead? The one guy that used to come all the time. Yeah. Was it that guy?
1: Yeah, it was. And uh, you, you know him. He has a just. Dis- has- well,
0: yeah, because when your office was locked, he'd come we were sit in ours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, he, uh, You're welcome. Yeah,
1: yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we we should have locked it. Yeah, to know Cheryl us. loved him. We, yeah. we should have locked it more. Um, the, he, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he just was one of those. He was always nice, harmless, but just like just would not. Not re- we couldn't reason with him. He just was like he had to get, say something, and and he thought we could help him. But um, but you know ultimately there wasn't much we could do for. But him. But he couldn't get rid of all those paper bags. Yeah, he was saving. He had to help himself, so, and uh, you know we yeah. we had done all that we could at that point to try to help him. The 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 part about the story that's interesting is eight years have gone by. We have not had any interaction with him. He does not he's not at a property that we manage. But the same thing was happening again. This is just like in the last six months. And he started showing up at our new office, and and I said, if I couldn't help you then, I cannot help you now. Like he, he
0: we gave him your new address. Oh, did you? Okay. He
1: said, go to Mission Street. Um,
0: no, Walnut. They got it. They got a brand new office. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, anyway, so that was just one of those ones. He's a he's one of the characters that we've we've had to deal with throughout the years, and uh, and and just when we thought we were done with him, he resurfaced again. So
2: how about the clown makeup?
1: One we had a tenant who was convinced that someone was
2: breaking into his room and putting their clown makeup on while he was sleeping but but he could never catch them in the act it, it didn't matter that we had cameras that didn't pick up any clowns or no one else had a key to his room or anything else but uh, anyway we never we never found out who was leaving the clown makeup behind in his room but uh, but that was an interesting one. <laughs>
1: It really makes me really miss that building <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was yeah oh, w- w- we ended up selling that well, building yeah. and, and, uh, it was an all stars uh the... yeah
0: was it like like sros or it was, it was yeah, yeah. It was is a big it still being 40, used as such
2: 44 unit building yeah yeah it's still
0: How many are there of those because i wonder if not enough see that's kind of what i was thinking because if you if you my my great-grandmother actually ran a couple down by, by San Jose State, um, and she would cook for them, and, and, and it was just basically an old Victorian, right? And it was all yeah. carved up. But those people had a place to go in between jobs and marriage and life transition, and I feel like we don't have that space for people. We don't to, in, to not transition. nearly enough of it. No. It, yeah.
2: it was, those small spaces are, are in such high demand, and and uh, we had we had everyone we had doctors, nurses, um, uh, firefighter. I mean, we, we we had every type of Santa Cruz person you could have through that building, and and it it's more transient, right? It was it was uh, shortest term, you know, six months or something, and longest term, and well, actually, there were some for many 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 years, but. Um but it, but it it's a high demand product and we don't have nearly enough of it. A lot of that is no everyone thinks we need it or, or most people can agree that we need it but uh they don't want it in their backyard and that's pretty
0: typical. I think it is it really that is it really that big of a problem? I mean it, they just come and go in their building, right? How much impact I, is that I, really to a neighborhood? I, they come and yeah. go, it's not it I yeah. think the
1: issue is more yeah. change, right? People don't like change, right? If they've that they're it, here, if they if they figured out
2: a way to be here, they, they they're not that, they're not yeah. that concerned about how it used to be or how it is for someone that hasn't figured it
0: out. Right. Then we're gonna try to change Santa Cruz into what we think it should be. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That one's my favorite. It's like it never was Good. like that, but Good okay. Luck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. you know. It's the white picket fence talk. It's like we have never yeah. had white picket fences, but no. um, whatever. Nope. You had a good hoarding story though, Dave. Uh, let's see. That one was You ha- the the guy took all the stuff out for the inspection. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: so that <laughs> was related to the You got to tell the, that one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to that building? I guess that was the background also story to the to, to the guy, but but so this was a guy who um you know, he had there was assistance through the housing authority, Section Eight, if you will, and uh, and so they do an annual inspection. And these this is a, a you know a studio that's about two hundred and fifty square feet. Um, but yep. they were nice, Tiny. they were newer, high ceilings, all that stuff. But this guy had so much stuff in it that like you couldn't, you you couldn't even took full advantage of those high ceilings. Yeah. Took full advantage. Oh. oh. Yeah. VH, VHS tapes and newspapers and you name it. Everything. Uh, didn't get rid of much. Um, anyway, so he would rent, before the inspection every year, he would rent a U-Haul and park it across the street. And I'm not talking about like the small U-Haul. I'm talking about like the, you're moving your whole house U-Haul. And it, it says it'll move a two
2: bedroom, one bath yeah. house. And uh, And he would fill it with one 200 square foot studio.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and then and he put it all back
1: and he put it all okay. back yeah after, yeah, after the team? inspection he put it all back so this was an interesting one because he didn't get it done in time and he had gotten an extension and extension and extension and finally the owner was like i'm not i'm not doing this anymore like um if he doesn't pass the housing authority thing then he has to move on so um he, we wouldn't extend the next housing authority inspection for him um so he just pulled the cabinets off the wall and we got this call on like a Random afternoon, say oh, the cabinets just fell off the wall. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's not how it works. So, sorry. Um, so anyway, that was he was trying to get the uh, the uh, s- inspection postponed because there was something that needed to be repaired, but he caused that repair. Right. So he didn't stick around much longer. <laughs> oh, he didn't. No.
0: And where where was this building at?
1: Uh, Santa Cruz downtown. <laughs> da- outskirts of downtown just outside of
2: downtown
0: yeah, yeah. let's see Oh uh, we were going to talk a little bit about so i always get calls from people from la wanting me to hire me to oh, right. t- yeah. to find them a rental and i say that you know you we don't do, do that, that. It's a, yeah
2: <laughs> could you imagine you could totally do that no it, it's brutal and, and i'm not actually sure how um how people make a living doing that but here it's just not an accepted practice so so a lot of the land a lot of the property owners here are mom and pop right they're they own two one or two properties whatever okay. and so so they're certainly not paying a finder's fee they manage it themselves oh. they're not they're not going to pay a realtor to show their property yeah. and, and uh, find a tenant yeah. so there there just isn't a market for it here. Yeah. and that's you know every everyone has to get paid for what they do and, and Uh, tenants have offered to pay us the money but but even then it's just it it, we're not set up for it there's no central list there's no um it's it's just not something we can really Mm -hmm. accomplish we would have to be a much more organized society
0: well i think there'd have to be more i i envisioned in in la that someone says what they need to rent and where they work and then they They figure out the neighborhoods and the areas and then the commute probably and where they, you know what I mean? Like they could go to other areas where we're just, we have an ocean and a mountain and that you, you only have so much in there.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so constrained. And
1: yep.
0: They never believed me though. I'm like, no, no, we don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, it's not a, yeah. Like Marvin said that. The owners don't usually pay for that like, like they would on a sales transaction. I know in big cities they do, right? If there's a right, they will pay a, a, a cooperating broker fee for somebody who brings a qualified tenant, but, but we just don't have that here. And even on MLS, if somebody's advertising a rental, it's usually um it's usually a hundred dollars to an agent who brings it in. So it's it's it's, it's right. hard to put somebody in your car and drive all over the county uh showing rentals um and uh for a hundred bucks. So just it doesn't it doesn't we don't have yeah. that here it's just not set up for it.
2: There was time we, we <laughs> there was a time it didn't seem that bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for a hundred bucks, sure,
2: will drive you around.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my uh, gosh, that seems like such little money now. Well, is gas so is five bucks a
1: gallon, you you better find the right yeah. find the right house quick. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. How do you know gas prices are up? Because the the lines are longer at Costco. Oh yeah, so yeah. Costco, Costco right. gas. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Anything else we should know about property management? What don't we know?
2: Uh, I guess anyone doing it on their own should should just make sure they keep track of the laws, the changes in the laws. There's a lot of tenant-centric laws that are passed on a regular basis. And so the forms change, the requirements change, and... Um, we've, we end up bailing out a lot of owners who have been doing forever this way and using their old forms and, and, uh, always done it this way. And then they want us to take over and it's like, well, why do you want that? Oh, well, cause this tenant is pushing back and they don't want to pay me for the last two years of rent that they haven't paid. And anyway, they, they get away with a lot because if the landlord doesn't do it right, uh, they have, they have more to lose. So. That, I would say that, that's an important component of property management that we get involved with a lot is is helping people stay compliant.
1: Wow. Yeah. The, the amount of paperwork that from when we first started doing this 11 years ago to now on a typical lease is, you know, it's probably quadruple. So a, a perfect example of what Marvin's talking about is, um, was it last year or the year before, there's a form to be exempt from the state rent control on a single family home but you had to provide this form to your tenant by a deadline, and I would say 90% of the mom and pops had no idea. They just didn't know that you right. needed to do it. So, um, and if you didn't, and they would have been exempt. They mm-hmm. would, yeah. Oh, so has, and instead they weren't because they didn't yeah, provide the form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, serious repercussions on on something like that. So staying staying on top of that stuff is important. Those repercussions
2: come from when you want to sell the property. I mean, we see it all the time. Someone wants to sell. Oh, this is my rental. Well, yeah, and, and now your tenant is protected. So that's going to be harder to do. And anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting balance.
0: So the moratorium was list- lifted, but are there still rights that tenants have because of COVID to still stay on the property?
2: there are still some rights from COVID uh, hangover and there's still uh, state rent control that was passed. And uh, the city is sort of, uh, I think sort of in between at the moment. Um, so yeah, so there's there's quite a few uh, factors at play.
0: Mm. I, I don't know if this is a good resource, but for people coming into the area and renting and people thinking about being landlords, I send them to the UCSC housing site because it seems to have all the the latest on there. And that they way I can job. just be taken out of it completely for knowing it because yeah. they update it. They And if they're UCSC-affiliated, they'll talk with them about it too. So right. I just send them there.
2: No, that's, a, that's a good source for sure. They, they stay up on it and they have... Uh, and, it's, and it's a lot of it is tenant-centric and that's... Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That's a good perspective for landlords to see as well. Don't you think?
0: Because um, then they can really kind of see what it looks like. Totally. And what they uh, and what they're being told. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah.
2: It's it's a it's a job. It's not a uh, it's not a hobby or a, um, a something you can dabble in. It's it is. Property management is a job and it's why we have uh, support staff to, to run that whole division because it's not, uh, anyway, there's a lot going on.
0: I have one rental and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like anything about it. It's not my thing. I will, I will probably not be one of these investors that cashes out that a certain time and make all this money. Yeah. Um,
2: it's not for everyone. Yeah, no. it's well, Michelle. Uh, either you have to have a great property manager or uh, or stomach for it. We'll
1: send you an agreement. You can look it over. Um, we'll give we'll give you a good deal. <laughs> good
0: work. <laughs> yeah, there was somebody yeah. in town who was always trying to get my business, and uh, you probably know who she is. And it's like when that client comes to sell, there is no way you're giving that client back. And I'm not stupid. but okay. Well.
2: To be fair, we have several real real estate agents who refer us business, and we do protect those relationships and and we have uh, many times even if the um, even if the owner wants to work directly with us we we have a discussion and we talk about the uh, the options with the the agent who referred to them so uh, so anyway, we, here's what we it looks do. like
0: you're moving out of the area. I'm got to be stuck with this realtor. I cannot burn that bridge that's that's you know i mean it,
2: it's it's a small town it's not uh it's not worth stepping on anyone's toes. so
0: yeah yeah. I got a forty five hundred dollar check one time because a, a new agent came into town and tried to burn me on a deal and the client decided to go with them, and their broker said, "You're new in town." she's not let's make this right so everybody can just keep working together and i was like yeah. okay sounds good to well, me yeah,
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: all of a sudden it stings less
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, well i mean it was kind of newer I, I think i man i sure took a lot on the chin and just went whatever i still do i don't know i just yeah. still figure my business is coming and yeah I don't know. you know people move on and have have their ideas of who they want to work with and what they want to happen actually right. it turned out the client was kind of the impetus on the on that deal too. She was, she wanted me to get paid for my time, but it is a small town, but you know, you also being a small town, you get involved with people who don't want to talk about their business with certain people too. Like I've known this, I've worked with so many people that like that agent was at their house for dinner on Saturday night, but they don't want them to know all their business. I mean, that happens all the time to all of us. If that that one person who's completely removed is a better person to do their business with. But,
2: yeah, some believe it's. Everyone has a different perspective on that. So yeah, it's. I know. Like you said, you you know your business is coming, and, and that's where we're we're at a similar position in in our career where you can't you can't get upset about everyone. You have to you have to accept what is.
0: Just kind of roll with it. Appreciate what's here. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, any takeaways for rentals? Uh, Here's the other advice I gave was to look. Sooner than later, six months. I even have somebody who's looking now for a year. Look sooner for your rental and your
1: yeah. I I think that's probably the best advice you can get. Um, uh, Oftentimes, we'll see stuff advertised for like the June, July renewals, Um, like right after. It's usually like right after Easter or whatever in the in the April uh, month of April or March, where you start to see things advertised for the lease renewal. So, if you're trying to plan ahead for moving in summer. That's when you should be looking. That's when you're going to have the best options. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't always work that way. A lot of times with, with our rentals, you know, we're, we're getting them out several weeks before they renew because we just found out, right? We just got a 30-day notice that they're moving out. So, um, but but if you are in a position where you can be flexible, um, you know, you'll have more options. So,
0: Yeah, I, I didn't see that cycle happen much this spring. It just seemed to just be just really, really tight. Thank you very much for being on, and uh, I'd love to have you guys. You know what I'll do is I'll try to hook up with you guys in the spring and so we can get a better idea of what's going on in the spring and get people ready for that. All
1: right. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. Good to see you, Michelle. Take care.
0: Thanks.